Hey, it's Farm Girl. Welcome to another episode of Talk Farm to Me's Five Live series. I'm so excited that you get to meet Nicole Vernon of Vernon Family Farms in New Hampshire. She has a lot of best practices for family farmers, and I hope as an eater of delicious food, you are inspired by all of the work that she and her family do. Just a word about Five Live. This interview actually took place live on Instagram in front of a live audience. You can join us there too. Just follow me on Instagram at XOXOFarmGirl and I will announce the next five live on my stories. Usually they're on Thursdays around noon, but sometimes the farmer's schedule doesn't work that way. So we do it whenever they're available. No matter where you live, I am sure you are going to find Nicole's story super interesting from raising kids to raising chickens to having a farm store right on the farm. She has a lot to tell. And we are live. Hi there, it's Farm Girl. I'm the host of the Talk Farm to Me podcast. <clears throat> and today we have five live, which is five questions for one farmer. And today we're gonna be meeting Nicole Vernon from Vernon Family Farms in New Hampshire. And you are gonna be really excited to see all of the hats that she wears and we're going to talk all about her farm life with kids and family and I'm really excited that we get to go all the way to New Hampshire to her farm and we've been today in New Hampshire but we've been to Texas and we've been in upstate New York and we're heading all over all over the globe to different kinds of farmers so today we're going to this great family farm and you are going to hear about the cows and the sheep and the chickens uh, and the pigs that they raise, but a lot more. There's a, there's a ton that goes on in a family farm and I'm just so excited for you guys to meet Nicole. She has an awesome personality and um, you can follow her and get to know her through her Instagram account at Vernon Family Farms. So you should follow her there. You can always find information about Talk Farm to Me on Instagram at Talk Farm to Me and obviously here you can find me at XOXO Farm Girl. I thought I would just mention while we're waiting for some folks to join that Talk Farm to Me has got a bunch of stuff going on right now. We've got a deep dive series on dairy. Episode one is out and so that's a really great primer if you are skeptical about dairy or interested in dairy or know a dairy farmer or drink milk or don't, it's super interesting. And also today we released the second episode in the Straight Talk series. The first one was with bison farmer Liz Riffle from West Virginia. And today's episode is with Sankofa Farms in Eflin, North Carolina. And that farm is really amazing. You'll meet Kamal Bell and we talk about justice with black farmers. So we are just going to, I'm going to leave it at that. And we're going to get started here with Five Live. And one of the most important parts about Five Live is that if you are here with us, that you ask questions. I have five questions, but I'm super happy to bump any of them for questions that you're giving live. So let me, let me get Nicole on the screen for you all and you can meet her and we can get going talking about her farm. 
I am waving at some of you guys. Thanks for joining. It's great to have you here. Let's see. There she is. Hi. How are can, you? I'm good. Can you see me and hear me okay? I can see you. You know, if I say hello, like it sounds like someone's at the door, then my dog barks. Oh, okay. All right. So, so we, won't say, we won't say hello. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I am. I'm. I tried to find the uh, quietest, uh, most secret place on the farm right now, so that I'm not interrupted and we can do this five live. But that's pretty hard to find on a farm, as you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you've really already had a very busy day. I know we're here at three thirty in the afternoon, and you've already put in a full day. Tell I us a little bit about your farm. Give us an overview so we know what we're talking about um, okay, now that we're getting started. Yeah, that sounds great. So it's nice to meet you and everybody who's here on the podcast, either listening live or maybe listening afterwards. My name's Nicole Vernon, and I'm co-host of Vernon Family Farm. Vernon Family Farm is a pastured poultry farm and a pastured livestock farm on the seacoast of New Hampshire. We are in a small town called Newfields, but we are very close to a lot of really popular places to live. We're on the seacoast, which is a desirable location. We're about an hour from uh, Boston, an hour from Portland, Maine, 20 minutes from Portsmouth, 20 minutes from the border of, of Maine. So we've got a lot of awesome small towns and larger cities that are able to shop local and support the farmers here on the seacoast. You've got um, a lot of eaters. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of eaters, a lot of people to feed. So I, I'll start by saying, yes, I'm a co-owner of this farm, but I also work off the farm. I'm a Spanish teacher. That muy is, bien. That's muy bien. Yes, that's something that I have been doing now for 13 years. I did not grow up farming. I married into farming. My husband is a farmer and now I identify as a farmer too because I'm farming and carrying a lot of different responsibilities here at the farm. That's so as fantastic. I mentioned, we're, you're, you're raising your children to speak Spanish. That's right. Yes. We've got three beautiful farm girls, Magnolia, Indigo, and Pingree. And they, they live such a beautiful life here at the farm. It's pretty cool. And we're raising our children bilingually. Yeah. So I speak to them exclusively in Spanish and then they sort of choose whether they respond in Spanish or respond in English, but I exclusively speak to them in Spanish. So that's been Very a really, nice. that's been a cool. Have you taught your husband Spanish or did he know already? <laughs> so Jeremiah took a little bit of Spanish when he was in high school, but he, no, he is monolingual. He is only an English speaker. Although I have to give him credit because he does know a lot. And I think if he were immersed in a Spanish speaking country, he'd, probably pick it up quite quite easily so so yeah so we are Vern family farm is a pasture poultry farm pasture livestock farm here on the seacoast and we also have a farm store on our property so that is you know our dream our dream was to live this life and we worked really hard to make this dream come true and every day we're living this dream I love it. Well, I just want to mention to those of you who have joined, this is open forum for questions for Nicole, and I'm going to get us started. Um, feel great. free to type your comments in the little comment box at the bottom. You can also put it in that little question bubble, and then I can share it with everyone. Feel free. Ask anything. The more you ask, the better it is. 
I want to start in a little backwards way because, and you did mention your store and that's usually sort of in a linear fashion, the last place your uh, farm products are going. We're, we're not going to start talking about raising them, but we'll get to that. I want to talk about your store because I think that this is such an interesting concept. This is not a grocery store. This is a farm store where your products are for sale and the products from other farms. And so I just, we have one in our community here and I think it's just a, one of the most fascinating places, but tell, tell us what is so important about a place like this. Well, so I'll speak from experience and I'll speak to our farm store. Our farm store is a, we, we have, we've worked hard to make our farm store a one-stop shop for local food. I think if farmers want to consistently put their product out in front of people, we have to make local food more convenient. And that was something that we found to be sort of not as desirable or not as possible with simply going to farmer's markets. And so our dream was to open a farm store and make it much more convenient so that the public can shop the way they're used to shopping, but not at a typical grocery store, come to the farm and shop from your farmers. So our farm is a one-stop shop where you can shop for everything that you would find basically on the, or around the perimeter of a typical grocery store, right? Which is where you want to be anyway. So all of the dairy, the pastured and grass-fed meats, vegetables, fruits, some important pantry items you can find here at the farm store. And we work together with 30 to 40 other local food vendors and small farmers so that we can make Vernon Family Farm a one-stop shop. We would not be able to have as robust of a selection if we weren't able to work with such an incredible group of farmers here on the seacoast. And as we grow, we continue to work with new vendors, new farmers, and our local scope sort of continues to get a little bit wider. We mostly work with farmers from the state of New Hampshire. However, we also have products that come from Massachusetts, from Vermont, and from Maine mostly because we really want to make sure that we can be consistent with the products that we offer so that people can shop in the way that they're used to shopping, which is, you know, on the weekend, on their way home from work, in the middle of the day, if they're just like driving by and doing errands. I sort of reflected on how I would shop for food and how, you know, how our family would shop for food. And we wanted to model that in our, in our farm store. So, so you've got you've got a real convenience factor. It's a farm store, but you've got everything. Yes, um, absolutely. And you have some prepared foods. I'm curious. You know, you sit in a very unique nexus between the con the consumer who wants the food and the and the farmer who needs an outlet. Can you talk a little bit about both sides of that equation and the kinds of like feedback and and conversation that you're having? Yeah, sure. So we want to make local food transparent and we want customers and our customers specifically to feel comfortable about having conversations around the way food is grown, the way food is raised. So I guess I, I hope I'm answering your question. But as far as like the conversations we're having with our customers, we're trying to make sure that we come off as approachable as possible so that customers don't feel awkward 
or uncomfortable asking us questions about local food, we try to invite them to the pasture after they shop at the, at the store so they can see the way the animals are being taken care of, how, you know, how they're living. We invite customers to participate in farm tours. And we also take our job seriously as far as like being advocates for other farmers because they sell our product to us and then we sell our product to the consumer and we need to know you know who these farmers are what practices they have how they grow <clears throat> their food and those are all the things that we try to do and that we strive um, to do and if we don't know we simply are honest about that and we say you know what that's a great question let me take your name and number your phone number and i'll call you back after i call the farmer and talk to them that's great yeah. So I, you're getting some that. love here. There are some folks, I guess, who shop in your store who just wanted to pop in and say hi and that they love you uh, and think it's a great place. And hey, Tony, I see you out there. Guys, thanks for joining. Ask any questions that you want. I'm curious about some of the questions that you get. Like, what's like a really common question? Um, yeah. What kind of so questions do you think they're not asking you that they maybe should be asking? Like, when I'm going into my farmer's store or maybe to a farmer's market? Yeah, for sure. So a lot of questions are around like using buzzwords that customers are really familiar with. So like, is this produce organic? Is it low spray? Is this meat grass fed? Is it exclusively grass fed? Is it grain finished? What does it mean to be pastured? A lot of these terms come up often and we try to clarify these terms as best as we can for our customers. There, you know, of course, I always like to put forth the importance of it's it's really important to know your farmer and to shop locally because that's where you can ask those questions rather than just shopping a label at the grocery store because there's still a lot of things behind the scenes that you might not know about you know just because yeah, i think things. also labels are so confusing and yeah. all of i mean i've talked to a lot of organic farmers who have organic practices or better than organic practices who get frustrated and you I know with labels yeah and i think there's also you know we can't be experts in everything you know like it's it's there's a lot to know about food. There's a lot to know about those labels. I think the, like, like I say online all the time, like the, the most important thing is that you're opening up that conversation with your local farmer and learning more about their products. And then you can make your own choices. Hopefully the people that you're talking to are honest about what they're doing and how they're doing it. Yeah, well, here we are having that conversation with the farmer right now. Guys, any questions out there about the kind of food that, that you're buying or any questions about what you should be looking for or anything. So just, you know, just shout it out. I'm curious, have you had any like really crazy questions in your store? I probably have, but I can't think of any right now <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> Maybe the people in New Hampshire are less crazy than in New York. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think like <laughs> one thing that happens often is like there's a lot of food allergies and like a, a lot of food intolerances now in our society. So like people are often asking um, questions you know, that are, that are geared to that. I wouldn't say that that's, those are crazy questions. I think those are important questions. No, of course not. And, you know, we also try to gear to those diets. Like we try to incorporate, we are making a push right now in our farm store to incorporate a lot of different gluten-free options. I so saw that. 
more accessible to some of those more restrictive diets. But no, I can't think of, I mean, we've definitely had some crazy questions, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> Maybe we'll get, we'll, we'll get one or two. You know, I, I just wanted to reiterate here that you guys can all follow Nicole on Vernon Family Farms on Instagram. She's a great account. And I bring that up mainly because I wanted to ask you this question. Is a sense of humor helpful when farming? Yes, you have to have a sense of humor. Oh my gosh. I don't think you would stay in farming if you didn't have a sense of humor. And I will say that my husband has a much better sense of humor than I do. Really? All right, <laughs> I mean, get I him like, on next. I, yeah, right. I mean, I, I like to have fun and, and I like to keep it light. But, you know, he's really the one that's like in the trenches on a daily basis. And I just I don't think it would be possible if you weren't able to take some things a little a little less seriously you know the list never the list is never done when you're farming that's something right. that I struggle with I struggle with that a lot you know I'm somebody who makes lists and likes to cross things off of her list and likes oh, to me too. a sense of like I'm done and it's like you can't really operate that way when you're farming you're just never done right you're never done and there's always going to be something that is unexpected that interrupts that list <laughs> All right. So you've got a little OCD there. That's good. I got that going on. And you've got a sense of humor. What other kind of ingredients are really necessary for managing a family farm? I, I, you, I think you have to be a people person. I think you have to be social. You know, we have five full-time employees in the winter. We have more in the summertime. So you got to be a people person. We're constantly interacting with the public, whether it's online, virtually, or in our farm store, in our fields. I think you have to have a level of intensity to, to you. Those are some things that I definitely have. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, and now your, your kids, you have three girls and you're raising them there on the farm. Tell us a little bit about the pros and cons of raising kids on a farm. So I think there are so many pros. My girls live a beautiful life. They, they live a really fortunate life. They are able to have so many different adventures and experiences and the adventures never stop. I mean, it might be one day it's like, you know, the truck comes with baby chicks and we get 3000 baby chicks every what month. What day is that? <laughs> so We're going to come back for that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Let me so, know. You know, they get, they get to play with baby chicks. They are anticipating our lambs being born. They, you know, their, their friends come by or even just like people their age come by with their parents to shop and they're running around the farm patio and running into the field and like jumping on the hay bales. They get all that stuff. They also get a sense of like, uh, true like reality and like raw living that I think sometimes when you're not on the farm can seem really intimidating like birth like death like sex like all of those things you know like you see all yeah, those, those are big things, things you know and they become they're like intense but they become less intense you know it's like it, there's uh, no hiding of anything. And I don't know. I think those are all pros. I think my girls are probably uh, a little bit more mature or like older for their age because of all those experiences. 
there's always a story to tell. There's always something cool, you know? The other day, they ran out of the house. I think it was, like, barely 6 o'clock because they were excited to see if we trapped the skunks that have been living under the farm office. You know? It's like, there's this always... And? And we did. We trapped two of the skunks. <laughs> so there's Was it a smelly skunks. operation or was oh, it okay? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. No, it's been smelly for a while. It's been oh, smelly. no. But yeah, so I, I see tons of, of pros. The cons, I don't know. I mean, you see your parents working a lot, you know, and we have had the pleasure of having really an, a really incredible farm crew that sort of alleviates the amount of work that we have to do as farmers so that we can be present parents. I'm really thankful for that. We, I don't That's know. It's amazing. We, yeah. I don't know where we would be without our farm crew. I mean, I could. I could talk this whole time about how awesome our employees are. We have a lot of employees that return uh, year after year. So we've really built an awesome culture here in our, in our farm team. And they give us the ability to be present parents. They give us the ability to take a break. And that's hard to do. So I guess, you know, one con for being a farm kid on a farm is that like your parents are always working, but hopefully the farmers can figure out how to either incorporate their children easily in some of the tasks, which, you know, sometimes is easy to do. Sometimes it's incredibly frustrating because you're like, I just need to get this done. Um, right. I can see that. And the other, you know, just like hiring really great employees so that some of the tasks can be taken off of your shoulders. Right. Amazing. It sounds like a great life for the kids. And certainly, yeah. you know, they're not staring at a screen <laughs> like we are no, right now. Uh, no. They're out, you know, last night, actually, I, I, I mean, strangely enough, watched this farm deliver some piglets and their, you know, their seven-year-old was basically catching them and, yeah. you know, cleaning them up and putting them under the heater and getting them, you know, it was just, you know, she was very calm and it was like, you know, something she you know, does all the time. So I thought that was really cool. Let me ask you about some of the animals on your farm, in particular, the chickens. Like, tell us about how you're raising chickens and why the way you're raising them is important. Yeah. Okay. So we are pasture poultry farm. So we receive chicks from Moyers Hatchery out of um, Pennsylvania. And they are anywhere between 12 hours and like 36 hours old. They go straight into our brooder barn where they are brooded for four weeks. And then they go out on pasture for the remaining four weeks of their life. And remind me of the numbers of chicks you get. Yeah. So we are our total amount of chickens grown during a pasture poultry season, which is between the end of March, beginning of April and right around Thanksgiving time is 20,000, where we raised 20,000 pasture poultry wow. chickens. Yep. And <laughs> that's a lot uh, of chickens. Yeah, it is a lot of chickens, but honestly, it's like not enough. <laughs> we have, we have a great demand um, for our products. So it's, it's been great. And so what yeah. are the benefits of raising poultry on a pasture? So a lot of a lot of health benefits and a lot of benefits to the to the animal to the chicken. So when they're out on pasture, they're in something called um, a chicken tractor. It's basically like a movable hoop coop. They have access to a strip of pasture, a strip of of forage. So they do get grain. They get a non-GMO grain, but then they have access to 
the earth. They have access to all the bugs, the grubs. You know, chickens love to scratch around and be curious. Even Cornish crosses like to be curious and scratch around. So they are getting all those health benefits. They're getting, you know, the little like budding seedling that's coming up. They're, they're getting lots of different nutrients from, from the earth. And then they're moved every single day. So we use our tractor to move these hoop coops so that they get a fresh piece of pasture on a, on a daily basis. And in years past, we have used like the brush hog or a mower to mow in front of the chickens so that they can have the appropriate length of grass that they're being moved on. But this year we are using our cows and our sheep to graze before them, which we're looking forward to. That's something new in our operation that we haven't done before. So we're looking forward to being able to use some of our four uh, legged livestock to be able to do <laughs> the the heavy lifting <laughs> that's that's great like there's a whole cycle to that and also to the manure and the bugs that come with that that's really great for the chickens yeah absolutely and so those are like so you mentioned the manure that's something that we're working on actually turning into another product chicken manure is great a lot of gardeners want it a lot of different growers want chicken manure so we're working to try to figure out how we can start um, using some of that manure particularly that comes out of our brooder barn because we bed with peat moss which is which is great it provides a really dry bedding for the chicks and that's one area sort of of the chicken business that we have you know not moved to to completion so we're working on that but yeah so the 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 chick comes, we raise the chicken doors for the first four weeks, last four weeks, it's out on pasture, moved daily, and then processed and then slaughtered. And our birds are cut up into our chickens are cut up into all the different cuts that you would get if you went to a typical grocery store. So I saw there was a drum, a drum roll special drumsticks. <laughs> yep. So we've got, you know, everything that you that you would want, plus a lot of prepared food. So we do broth, we do rotisserie chicken on Fridays, we've got chicken pot pie, chicken soup. So, you know, we're really trying to do everything. You have it all. You know, it's it's interesting because you're there at the farm and you've got your farm and the farm store. You're in farmer's markets in the summer here and there. Are you, are, do you prefer one or the other? Would you rather just be at the store or? Yeah. Yeah. Our, the, you know, especially with COVID farmers markets have, have really changed. Mm -hmm. We plan to, we plan to still participate in the summer's farmers market here in Portsmouth. We just didn't have the manpower to be able to do everything in the winter time. Sales were really slow with winter farmers markets. So we decided to just concentrate all of our efforts in the store. But yeah, I mean, I would prefer to not, you know, put everything in a truck and drive it to the market. And that's a lot of, it's a lot of work for. It's a lot of know. logistics. It's a lot of logistics. And sometimes it's totally worth it. But other times, you know, it's like, it's like a rainy Saturday and people don't want to go out to the farmer's market. So it's, it's nice to have the option of the farm store. And I know that, right. lot, you know, a lot of people appreciate it. So. Well, it's really been interesting to hear about your farm. And I know they're so, uh, many elements of what you guys do there that um, we could really talk forever. I want to just go back to just for a second, like why 
like for everybody who's listening, like why is it so important to know your farmer? Well, it, when you know your farmer, you know where your food is coming from. Know your farmer, know your food. You can ask the questions that maybe you wouldn't be able to ask a grocery store employee. So that's why I think it's really important to know your farmer. And um, here at Vernon Family Farm, we try for our customers to know us, to know the other farms that are in our community. And we also try to cultivate a sense of connection around food. And so those are all the reasons why I think it's important to shop local and know your farmer is really just, you know, developing that communication and that relationship between somebody who provides, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you. I mean, we want to have relationships with, you know, like our therapists and our teachers and our doctors, we should have a relationship with the person that is responsible for growing our food. I agree with you. And I think too, just what you were saying about your kids having this incredible, you know, opportunity to really understand the world in in a way that isn't like, you know, sugarcoated. And not to say that it's harsh, but, you know, there are realities in, in life. And I think, you know, people are starting to get a little bit more like connected to, okay, is my, is my beef grass finished? Because now they're, you know, conscious of the fact, you know, that grain doesn't necessarily do good things for the beef they're eating. And then it's not good for them or their kids. So people are starting to care more. And, you know, when you can go and meet a farmer, either, you know, at the farm stand or the, your farm store or here, it's a, it's a really powerful, it's powerful knowledge because it affects everything in your life. So I think that's really great. Before we go, I I have, well, I have a personal game show you may have heard of. Um, (laughs) I think I've heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really great game show. It's really great gaining ground. But I like to ask a farmer, every farmer that I talk to at the end of a really hard day, what do you prefer? Cookies or cocktails? And you have to back it up. I need to know exactly what kind because I'm going to make it. Okay, so first and foremost, don't tell me that I, I, there's no way I can be the only farmer that says both. <laughs> you would be. Like, I, why not? Right? Both. You I, know, mean, I have posted some videos and, and I've had people respond like, can I have a cookie while I'm eating while I'm drinking my cocktail? Yeah. We can do that. I know I can do that. Yeah. So I guess like, you know, if you're, if you're really gonna, if you're really gonna hold me to choosing one, I would probably choose a cocktail excellent if i can which kind so our typical cocktail of choice here at Vernon family farm is tequila with seltzer and grapefruit juice that's what we like to drink okay what do you call that well vernon margarita vernon margarita i think it's actually called a paloma i think um positive you're right anything that's like tequila margarita the Vernons are all about that. We love that. I also love cookies. And if I'm going to have a cookie, it's going to be a chocolate chip one. No raisin. Do you have a special recipe? I'm not a raisin person. Oh, I don't, I don't have any good chocolate chip cookies. I know online it might look like I'm a really good cook, but in actuality, <laughs> I am not a very good cook. <laughs> I don't think you have time to cook. You are but so busy. Jeremiah is a fantastic cook. So I rely on Jeremiah to cook and... The days that I have to cook, I tend to either make soup or I, what else do I do? I like to like make a topless board. I like to have a graze board. I like to graze. Yeah. 
That sounds really good. You're making me hungry. Well, I'm going to make your cocktail. Tell Jeremiah I'd like him to send me a recipe of something that you guys grow on your farm, and I will share it on my blog for everyone. You can find more about Talk Farm to Me on Instagram at Talk Farm to Me. You can find the Vernon Family Farm at Vernon Family Farms on Instagram. Obviously, you can find me here at XOXO Farm Girl, where I will be making a Paloma in honor of the Vernon family and Vernon family farms. You've been an awesome guest. Thank you for sharing all of this great farm talk about your store and your farm and how important it is to know a farmer. And glory be, you need a sense of humor to be a farmer. Keep it up, keep smiling, and we'll talk soon. Okay, awesome. Thanks I'm, so much. I'm coming the back when the chickens come, when the baby oh, yeah, chicks come. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure, <laughs> okay. for sure. All right. Great. Have a great day, great everybody. Thanks for joining. Ciao, farm girl. <laughs> Ciao.